We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. It's pretty crazy that we've gotten this deep into the college football season, and there's still at least eight teams, by my count, that could win the national championship, right? You've got five undefeated teams, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State. And then you've got those one-loss teams, Oregon, Texas, and Alabama. By the way, Texas playing right now. They're up 10-7 to over Texas Tech that game at the end of the first quarter. Penn State's up 13-0 over Michigan State. That game getting deep in the second quarter and just kicking off Oregon State, ranked number 16 on the road against Oregon. With that, let's go into a dangerous place, Mark. Let's step inside the mind of the machine. I talked about earlier the commanders fired their defensive coordinator, Jack Del Rio, basically a scapegoat. Who's more likely to get fired in season? Is it Ron Rivera or is it Brendan Staley of the Chargers? Oh, that's a good one. I think it's Rivera. And, you know, I think that they're both probably gone at the end of the year. You know, I don't think the Chargers are going to be able to do anything to really, you know, save Staley's job at this point. People were surprised he got, you know, got a chance to run it back and, you know, obviously things have gone, you know, pretty bad. But I just think because of the new regime in Washington and, you know, the the environment of where, hey, we can start fresh, we can start new with new ownership, I, I think that that's going to be the, uh, you know, that's going to be the ticket that gets them his walking papers. They're both gone at the end of the season. I'd be surprised if either one of them loses their job in season at this point. Why? You know, what, what's the point? but there's no way mm-hmm. that they're the head coach of their respective teams next year. All right, speaking of who did it better, halftime performance yesterday. Who's did you enjoy more, Jack Harlow or Dolly Parton? And let me be the first to say, Jack Harlow is very average. I don't get it. I feel like every club in America on a Friday night has a guy like Jack Harlow rapping. <laughs> I'm going to give Jack Harlow a little more credit than that. He's my guy. Really? He's got some bangers. But listen, That's your guy. The, the okay. performance was not good. I don't know. You know, it, <laughs> it just seemed like, you know, it was not, uh, you know, they, they weren't ready. You know, it's kind of like the Lions on the football field. They weren't ready, right? Cowboys, big blowout. Dolly Parton looked ready, right? That's the one thing you can say you watch at. Dolly looked ready for the moment. And I, I think she put on a hell of a show. So got to give it to Dolly, Jack. Long career ahead of him, plenty of time to, you know, steal the show on Thanksgiving, but didn't happen this year. Dolly's a Hall of Famer. Harlow's a Hall of nothing. Hall of average is what <laughs> that guy is. All right, Greg Popovich, I'm sure you saw, took the microphone a couple of nights ago. This was crazy. Kawhi Leonard's at the free throw line, who, by the way, is on the other team, and the fans in San Antonio booed. That's what you're supposed to do when the opposing player shoots a free throw. What does Popovich do? Grabs the microphone from the PA guy and asks the crowd to keep it down. Now, obviously, Kawhi used to be his guy, former Spur. Who's turned into more of get-off-my-lawn guy right in front of our eyes? Is it Popovich or is it Bill Belichick? I think it's Popovich. I mean, I listen, I think Belichick, as bad as it's been, he's still in form, right? Like, he's not doing anything drastically different than he's ever been. It's just the answer's are a lot harder to deal with when the team is one of the worst in the NFL, right? But the Popovich stuff is just goofy. Like, I want my fans booing the the opponent. I don't right. care who the opponent is, you know? If, if they're not wearing our uniform, they're the enemy for that. And like, you can cheer them after the game if you want. You can go shake his hand, hug him, say nice things to him. 
after the game. The clock has to strike zero. The game is in progress. We are booing them. I mean, I'm from Philadelphia. We're going to boo them. Like, trust me. That's what like, y'all do. You know, like, I'm always on the side of the booing the other team. So uh, I think Popovich is way out of line there. Back to Belichick real quick, Mark. Greatest coach of all time, or certainly on that short list. Does he get a chance to decide when he's done, or is there any chance that he gets brought into the principal's office this offseason and Robert Kraft goes, look, man, we appreciate your services, but you're done? Yeah, it's a great question. I, I think he does get the the opportunity to say when he's done. Um, and I think that if he does leave, I think maybe he wants to start fresh somewhere. You know, like you don't know. Like everyone looks at it as if like Kraft is going to, you know, pull the rug out and say you're out of here. You know, maybe Bill's had enough in New England. You know what I mean? And maybe he wants to go somewhere where they already have a quarterback. They don't have to draft them. They don't have to – you know, uh, you know, take a crap shoot at the top of the draft and and he could just go there and, and formulate a defense around that quarterback. Um <clears throat> cough, cough, chargers. We talked about Brandon Staley, right? Or, you know, a franchise like that to where he doesn't have to kind of build it from the ground up because listen, he's he's getting up there, right? You know, it happens to all of us father time. Nobody beats father time. Bill Belichick doesn't either. So he might not be interested in doing a full rebuild from the ground up which looks like what is going to have to happen in new england well yeah he ain't taking the bears job next year and i was gonna call you <laughs> out and say dude you know he's 71 years old but then you brought up the chargers and kind of got me thinking a little bit you know what justin herbert bill belichick a lot of talent on both sides of the ball certainly an Bosa. yeah i know boost is injured but they got talent on defense you know he can get them right you might be onto something here. That'd be interesting too if you bring him in the same little division. Little sunshine with... always makes you feel a little bit younger too. Can you imagine he's in the same division with Andy Reid and Bill Belichick? That would be crazy. Mark Drumheller, Sports Machine, Sean Levine here on Bet MGM tonight. All right, the list of top-selling NBA jerseys are out in 2023. Uh, no surprise, it's the usual suspects: LeBron James, Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, Luca, Giannis. Here's what I want to know, Mark: as a guy that's around my age. How old should a guy be when he stops wearing a jersey out in public? It's a great question because I think everybody, everybody out there is guilty of wearing them too long, right? Like, like we've all had that to where we've seen them. We've seen someone wear it and we're like, ah, I couldn't, I couldn't do that anymore. And then you think back, like that was me a couple years ago. Like, you know, why didn't anyone give me the memo? Uh, but it, it's it, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's I guess it's up to you. If you're in a game, it's a little bit different. But if you're just right. kind of wearing it leisurely out, um, you know, it's it's probably a no. If you're at the game, that's one of three acceptable circumstances for a grown ass man to wear a jersey. If you're at the game, and frankly, if you're at the game, you probably should wear a jersey. If it's your fantasy football draft, that's also an okay time mm -hmm. to wear a jersey. And if you're going to bed. And you've got like a extra, extra large old Reggie White, Philadelphia Eagles, whatever that, you know what I mean? Throw that thing. Besides that, come on, bros. There's no reason for you to go out there and wear a jersey. Hang that thing up. Um, So on Thanksgiving, an Arizona woman got a surprise when a three and a half foot rattlesnake showed up in her toilet. Don't know if you've ever ran into this situation. If so, what do you do? You look down, you're ready to do your business, and up comes a snake. Do you move? Yeah, I called a realtor right away. I mean, I'm putting the house <laughs> on the market. I'm out of there. I don't play. Listen, I'm from the Northeast. I don't do any of these reptiles. Like, 
everybody tells me, oh, Florida, you know, the sunshine, I want to move down to Florida. You know, you, you take a nap, you wake up next to an alligator. You guys, everything's got to be fenced in. Like, I, I don't want that life. I'm not about that life. I'm not built for that. I don't like these reptiles. If anything like that comes out of my toilet, the realtor's on speed dial. We're going to make some money on the house and find a new property. The last time I went camping, Mark, I thought that I was going to run into a snake in my tent situation. So here's what happened. All the adults are drinking around the campfire after the kids went to sleep, right? And there's nobody in the tent, but the tent is a rocking. So there's something inside in the tent. And, of course, they all look at me, and they say, hey, Sean, why don't you go in there and see what it is? I'm like, oh, my macho man Randy Savage all of a sudden? So I work up yeah, you the better get a, You better get a ring camera in there. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, some sort of evidence of what's about to happen. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be a giant snake that's going to wrap me up. So... I unzip the tent slowly and I kind of peek inside and then I decide, you know what? I'm going one-on-one -on -one like we're in the UFC octagon and I zip that thing behind me, not knowing what it is, bro. It is some sort of a rodent, some sort of a giant mouse gopher looking thing. And we had wow. it out inside of said tent. So yeah, I'm with you, man. I tried to, uh, in general, You're a better avoid man than me, man. Things. I wouldn't went anywhere near that thing. I had a little bit of sauce that night. I was feeling pretty I had to make a business, if I, if I, if, make a business decision on that one. <laughs> I, I, I had a little bit of soda that night. I was I was feeling pretty good to uh, go in there and see what was inside of the tent. Last night after Thanksgiving, Mark, I got to tell you, it's a family tradition to watch a movie. I saw one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and it was a sports movie. Have you watched Space Jam 2? No, but I thought you were going to say the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> that was bad, too. That was bad, too. That I had was a bad movie so last bad. night as well. But, no, I didn't see any of the Space Jams, man. I don't – you know, like, it, once, once you have kids, you, you only watch the movies your kids want to watch, it seems like. You don't get your own movie time, you know? So that that's kind of, like, the challenge. And if you do, you, you know, you have to stay up so late to watch it, you end up passing out halfway through it anyway. I would have rather watched the Seattle game last night than Space Jam 2. It's one of the worst – Worst acted, most confusing, not just sports movies, but movies of all time. If I wasn't with my nephew, damn it, I would have turned that thing off 15 minutes in. All right. Uh, Salon.com, of course, one of our favorite websites. Never heard of it before today. Ranked their best cereals in order. They had Cheerios at number one, followed by Frosted Flakes and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Do you have a problem with their top three? Are we talking like Honey Nut Cheerios, or are we just going plain white bread cheerios you're nasty if you're just eating the old school wheat o's come on man of course we're going honey yeah can't do it. it's gotta be honey nut if it's honey nut we're okay i mean you know you can get in there i you know i like some shredded wheat some frosted shredded wheat you know you can go a couple different directions on the cereal but it's not a bad top three do you want any flavor can i get some fruity pebbles or some lucky charms bro what can i get some count chocula yeah. up in here what's it gonna take Goodness gracious. I'm not a big All marshmallow right, uh, guy, but I like the fruity pebbles. You just, you, you just, you can eat the whole box. That's the problem with them. They don't fill you up. Love me some marshmallows. By the way, once we step outside the mind of the machine coming up in our next segment, we're going to do a little trip around the AFC where technically there's four teams that could still end up with that number one seed. With Miami winning earlier today, putting it on the New York Jets. Now Miami is tied for the best record in the AFC at eight and three. Jacksonville and my Kansas City Chiefs, both seven and three. I think it's as important as ever for whoever's going to end up in the Super Bowl to end up with that number one seed. Remember, now only one team gets a bye. Quick update on some scores. Texas up 10 to seven 
at the end of the first quarter over Texas Tech. And we are getting close to halftime. Penn State up 13 to 0 over Michigan State. That's Mark Drumheller on the sports machine, Sean Levine. And we're halfway home already on a Black Friday. We appreciate you checking us out right here on Bet MGM tonight, right here on the BetQL Network. <laughs>